Welcome to TikTok Radio. I'm your host, Victoria Jameson. I'm a verified TikTok creator and professional makeup artist based in Dallas, Texas. After gaining over 800,000 TikTok followers in just six months, I became obsessed with helping aspiring creators and entrepreneurs unlock their full potential on the fastest growing app in the world. If you're looking to find your niche, increase your income, and build your influence with short form video content, then you are in the right place. My goal for this podcast is to inspire and empower you with actionable tips and insight from top TikTok creators so that you can master the For You page and build your brand on TikTok and beyond. There's no better time to start than right now. Let's dive into this week's episode of TikTok Radio. What is up, TikTok squad? Welcome back to this week's episode of TikTok Radio. I'm your host, Victoria, and I hope you're ready to dive into some actionable tips all about how to grow and monetize your following on TikTok. If you're new here, be sure you go back and listen to last week's episode. The interview at the end of this podcast is actually a part two, so you're going to be kind of lost and confused if you didn't hear last week's episode. So go ahead, pause this, check back to last week's episode, and then come back and join us. Go ahead and take a screenshot of this episode and post it on your Instagram story. Then tag me at Victoria Jameson. That's Jameson like the whiskey. And let me know where you're watching from because I'm always interested to see. We do have listeners from over 39 countries, which is crazy and just speaks to how global this app really is. If you want to get in on the conversation about this episode and others, as well as get more tips for TikTok, get your questions answered, all that jazz, be sure you're part of our TikTok squad. You can go to www. TikTok, like the app, dash squad.com. It'll take you to our Facebook community where we talk about tips and tricks, app updates, and do challenges and free coaching sessions. Some of you have commented that likes and views are slowing down a little bit. Honestly, I'm not surprised. There has been a huge influx of users and content into the app since virtually the whole world is shut down right now because of coronavirus, or at least it feels like it here in America. I don't know how it is looking for other countries right now, but we're all essentially on house arrest right now. The only things open are grocery stores, hospitals, doctor's offices, essentials, but really we're not leaving our house for anything except groceries. I hope you all are healthy and safe wherever you're listening from and be sure to practice social distancing. Instead of going out, why don't you just stay home and make some TikToks? During this crazy time, I know it is hard to stay positive and it's hard to look to the future with all the uncertainty. So today we're talking about some mindset tips for content creation so that you can really lead with your best foot forward and not be held back by any of those negative thoughts or negative mindsets that we have fallen into and have become patterns in our lives. My husband Matt and I have seen that as a huge factor in our success on social media, that most of it is just a mental game, honestly, like everything else in life. And it's important for us to check in on our mindset and make sure that we're not standing in the way of our own success. On every episode, we have an actionable lesson and then we talk to a creator. So this episode, I'm going to be wrapping up our interview with Nick and Sienna. They have over 6 million followers on TikTok. They're verified on Instagram and have been on The Ellen Show twice. So be sure you catch up on last week's episode to hear the first half of their interview. Before we jump into today's topic, let's hear a word from our sponsor. It can be so incredibly hard as a content creator, especially if content creation and social media is your main source of income or if you're trying to scale up to making social media your full-time gig. It really is a mental game. 
getting confident enough to be putting yourself out there online and putting your creativity and ideas in front of the world to see can be scary and we can face a lot of criticism and we can also face a lot of self-doubt and issues with our confidence coming from within. You would be surprised a lot more people than you realize online struggle with their self-image, with their confidence, with feeling like they're good enough. The best content creators are really the ones who feel like they can unapologetically be themselves online, but literally everyone struggles with their mindset at some point or another. For me, it can be a daily up and down of feeling like I totally suck in the morning and at night feeling like I'm on top of the world. It's definitely a roller coaster, but there are steps we can take to take control of our mindset and just be aware of when those ups and downs are happening and be able to reset and recenter ourselves. So during this time when it's really crazy for those of us who are self-employed and there's so much uncertainty in the world, here are my five mindset tips for content creators, influencers, and small business owners. Number one, focus on the good things, even if they're small. One thing I like to do with my clients and in our TikTok squad group is celebrate the small victories. I think we all get so bogged down by looking at these big creators who have millions of followers and they get hundreds of thousands of views per video. But, you know, just getting 100 views as a new creator can be super exciting and it's not something that happens for everyone. Sometimes my clients will say, oh, I posted a video, but, you know, it only got a couple thousand views. That's huge for new accounts. That's huge for someone that gets one like on a video or one view on a video. There are videos that get zero views. I mean, look at YouTube and Instagram. There are plenty of posts that go unliked with no views. When we don't set our expectations up to be disappointed, we can be much more celebratory of those small victories. More small victories give us more confidence to take on those bigger challenges. I think we always think, you know, the next level is when we're finally going to be satisfied and happy. I remember when I only had 8,000 followers on Instagram, I thought, oh, you know, when I hit 10,000 followers, this is going to be it. And then, you know, when I have 15,000 followers, I'm going to be satisfied. And now I'm at 100,000 followers and then 15,000 followers. And when you lose a couple thousand followers at that level, it doesn't really matter. But, you know, it's me thinking, what am I doing wrong? Oh, my gosh. You know, we got to celebrate the good things and not focus on the things that are negative, really, because when you focus on the negative, you're going to see more negative. When you can focus on the positive, even when it's a small thing, it really is going to make you feel more positive. Number two, turn failures into lessons. This is something I had to learn as a small business owner starting out in a direct selling company is that even when you fail and you think you fail, you're actually learning a lesson. So when I did an event and I didn't break even, guess what? I learned a lot about what to do different next time. When me and Matt make a video and it absolutely flops and gets zero views, guess what? I learned something for next time that I can take with me, not only for myself, but also something to share with my clients. Failure is absolutely necessary to get to success. You think all of these creators that have millions of followers didn't do things wrong on the way? If they didn't, they are doing a disservice to themselves because guess what? They will mess up at some point. Failure is not about what happens. It's about what you do after it happens. I feel like that is so cliche and you could take everything I'm saying as a total cliche, but I dare you to just try to apply some of these to your life and see how it changes. This has to be an active choice you're making. 
when I was struggling with my mental health and I was in really intense therapy, I was super depressed, but I didn't even realize I was depressed. I remember saying to my therapist, I'm just seeing the world how it is. I'm just seeing the reality. And he said to me, what if you're just making yourself miserable? And that's kind of when it clicked for me is that it's not about reality. It's about how you're setting up your reality in your head. You get to decide what reality is for yourself, which is totally crazy sounding, I know, but you get to decide how you see those failures and how you frame them. I hope that you're getting that when you're hearing from these creators on the podcast that it's not about failures. It's about how you take those failures and move forward. Number three, transform negative self-talk into positive self-talk. This is something that goes a lot with body image that this is how kind of I've implemented it into my life is when you hear that voice in your head that we all have that's saying that looks bad on you or you suck at that. Take that and shift it and change it and say, No, I'm working on that. This is actually something that my friend Josie, her name's Josette Pimenta on TikTok. You guys should check her out. She's awesome. She's so positive and great energy to be around. Whenever I would say around her, I suck at that or I'm not very good at that, she would say, no, you're working on that. She would stop me and say, no, you're working on it. And now that's a shift that I've implemented into my self-talk when I even jokingly say, oh, I suck at that, or I'm so bad at that, or I'm the worst at that. Then I say, no, actually, I'm working on that. So that's something even in just everyday life. Now I just, instead of saying that negative item, which you might not really mean it, but you're putting that into the universe, I say, I'm working on that instead of I'm bad at that. So I challenge you to take those negative statements that you make, maybe even joking, like things like saying, oh, I'm broke, or I'm so broke, I couldn't do that, you know, shift that. There's so many ways that you can shift those little negative things that add up throughout the day and weigh you down. Number four, focus on the present. Right now, especially with not knowing how things are going to turn out with this coronavirus, not knowing how much longer we're all going to be stuck in our own homes, not knowing how this is going to affect finances or the economy or the events industry or anything like that moving forward. I know those are all things going through my head multiple times a day. It's really important for us to focus on the present and focus on the things that we can control. You can decide how many videos you make a day, but you can't decide how many people like them. Focusing on those present things and those goals rather than those wishes is going to make you a lot happier overall. This is something I learned through competing in pageants. Yes, I was a pageant girl, you guys. I actually had a pageant nightmare last night, which I still have, where you get on stage and you don't know your talent or you don't know how to answer the onstage question or you forgot your gown. Had one of those last night. It never goes away. I had to realize that I didn't have any control over the choices those judges made on the stage. But what I could control was the time I put into preparation. I could control my diet. I could control my exercise, going to the gym. I could control my talent, how much I practiced it. I could control my evening gown and how confident I felt walking in it. There's so many factors you can control. When you let the factors that are completely out of your control decide your happiness, that is when it becomes an issue. Focusing on the present and the things that we can control right now in this day is really going to help you feel more confident and less stressed out. I might be stuck in my home, but I can control how many podcast interviews I schedule. I can control my brainstorming and how I'm coming up with content and planning how to create it. It just takes being intentional. 
So I challenge you to think about the things that you have control over and how you can be intentional with how you're using this time right now, focusing on the present and not stressing out about the things in the futures that we have no control over. I feel like I said control literally 72 times and I'm so sorry. And number five, this is the most important one, is surround yourself with positive friends and mentors. One of the reasons I love our TikTok squad so much is that we keep it a very, very positive environment. Anyone that is overly critical or negative or judgmental or bullying is kicked out. No questions asked. I've already had to remove people from the group for overly criticizing when people ask for feedback and just mean ways. You know how there's a difference between saying like, oh, you could probably work on this or being like, yeah, yeah, you probably shouldn't have done that. That was stupid. So I'm really big into positive feedback and giving people encouragement and lifting them up. It's really important that you surround yourself with people as a content creator and as a business owner and influencer that are building you up and keeping you positive. Like I mentioned about Josie telling me, no, you're working on that. You don't suck at it. You're working on it. You need those people in your life. I found myself in several group chats with other creators that are constantly complaining, saying, oh, my views are low. No one's liking my videos. Oh, this sucks. Uh." Guess what? I muted those conversations because I don't need that kind of negativity in my life. Everything on social media has an ebb and a flow. You can't let that ebb get you down. Those low periods are just that. They are a short period in time. And if you are intentional about your mindset and the actions you're taking, guess what? They're not going to last very long. So if you find yourself around those people that are constantly complaining, constantly venting, constantly putting that negativity onto you, take a step back and reconsider that friendship. Set up some boundaries. If someone is constantly dumping on you, tell them, hey, when you are always talking about something like this, it really brings me down. That's a conversation my husband and I had to have because there was a point in time where I really felt like I had to vent about everything that happened to me that made me feel bad. And he kind of helped me see that there's really no purpose in that except making other people around you feel bad because you're just trying to justify your own feelings. If you can just feel that feeling and let it go, venting is not necessary. But some of us still feel like we really want someone to be on our side. So if you're around someone that's constantly venting to you and constantly making you feel bad, not even like consciously, just subconsciously, take a moment and tell them, hey, this is not working for me. This is affecting my mental health in a nice way. But, you know, that's how I would say it. I'm a blunt person. What can I say, y'all? Surround yourself with those positive friends and mentors. And you know what? It's okay to reach out and ask for a mentor or a positive friend. I have people message me all the time and say, you know, can you take a look at this for me or blah, blah, blah. That's why I made the group is so that I could help more people. This goes especially for people that are being told like, oh, social media is not a real job. You're never going to make money doing that. Why would you want to do that? That's so silly. I still have people telling me those things and I am making paychecks on social media. Most of our income for the last few months has been from social media because of the craziness with coronavirus and how it's affecting in real life events because both of us do a lot of stuff at events for gigs. If someone is telling you you're not going to succeed, separate yourself from that person. You do not need that kind of negativity in your life. I'm giving you permission. Even if that is a family member, you can limit your contact with them and you can tell them, hey, I don't want to hear this. It's important. It's so important. Your mental health matters. You have a right to separate yourself from negativity in your life. And I hope that by hearing this from another creator that you will take it seriously and make sure you're only surrounding yourself with people that build you up. 
I hope that these tips you found helpful. Let me know what you think. And if you want to hear more stuff like this, I would love to hear your feedback or your questions through the Anchor app or through email. It's Victoria at TikTok, like the podcast, radio.com. I will put links down in the show notes to my information on how you can contact me. All right, guys, that was our TikTok tip of the day. Let's jump into the second half of our interview with Nick and Sienna. Okay, go ahead. What's your favorite ice cream? Oh, that's a good one. Okay, I love chocolate chip cookie dough because I like the cookie pieces. Mm, yummy. What's yours? I like... I know, I know you don't know they have rainbow ice cream. <gasps> they have a rainbow ice cream? Tastes like... <laughs> Good. <laughs> Does it taste like fruit? It's like ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Words of wisdom. What is your favorite Disney song to sing, Sienna? I like to sing Into the Unknown. Into the Unknown. What was it like to be on Ellen? Did you have fun? Yeah. Was she Maybe. nice? I'll get about Frozen too. <laughs> I know, but I changed the subject. <laughs> Oh my god, you're so so called out. Seriously, what did you say earlier? No filter. No filter. Did you did you have fun on Ellen? Was she nice? Yeah. She seems really nice. You went on Ellen twice, didn't you? Do you remember who hosted the second time we went on Ellen? Uh Who was it? Tell Victoria. Dr. Ken. (laughs) Ken Jong. Yes, from um The Hangover. Yes. Oh, that's so cool. Super, super awesome. Actually, I found out I found out later on through the producers that he uh, asked us to come on. Like he wanted personally us to come on the show because that was his first time hosting any like daytime talk show, you know, kind of thing. And so they were asking him like ideas and stuff. He's like, he's all, can we get can we get Nick and Sienna come on that day? Like you know, it'll be really it'll be really awesome to see them and they can meet my daughters. That was really cool to find that out afterwards. I hope that you guys become like kind of the regulars. Because you know that she has like a lot of people kind of often. And you're local-ish, right? Yeah, Yeah, like we're like an hour outside of LA, so. That would be so cool. I just love Ellen because I think she's just a really awesome, like kind human. That's like a great example. I just love her. She's going to go play with some of her toys for a little bit. Okay. So do you ever feel like stressed out over content creation? Even though you guys try to keep it you know, fun and stuff. I know sometimes creators feel that pressure once they're making these viral videos to continue to produce viral worthy content. So is that kind of something on your mind or are you just like, no, just keep it fun and see what happens? It's hard. That is definitely a huge thing that I feel like every creator deals with and it can get very stressful. I've, you know, my mom told me when all this was starting because she's like watched people before, like on YouTube and bloggers and stuff. It, there always comes a point where you get into like, not so much like a depressed mode, but you're just like, you know, like it's like content's not like doing well when it comes to making content. And then like, you know, specifically viral content, we will have like some weeks, maybe even like, uh, just a couple days where videos will just for some reason just go viral 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 no matter really what it is and this is tiktok specifically by the way the algorithm is just like so in your favor like i don't know what's going on but you'll look at my profile six million views like every single video and so like that builds it up like in your head and it makes you feel like okay like you know gotta keep doing this stuff and then like for whatever reason a week later it stops 
and you upload a video and it like hangs around 200,000 views. And I know that that is a lot. I know that's a lot, but you know, once relatively you have a, speaking though, that's yeah, not a lot compared to having 6 million followers. Yeah, exactly. When you get 200 views, 200,000 views on a video and you have 6 million followers, you're, you're like, what the heck? Like what's going on? Like, do they not like this? But we, we did a similar video that got 11 million views. Like what's going on. And now it starts to build it in your head. Like, people don't like you anymore. Like they, you know, they don't like this content, but it's, I don't think that that's the case, but that can really weigh on someone's mind because it has weighed on mine before, especially in the beginning stages. When I would get to those, uh, those pockets of, you know, the, I like to just call it like a wave. It goes up and down the algorithm, how, how, and you can even see it in my two posts ago. I was like, Oh, looks like we're on the bottom of the wave right now. Cause we got 60,000 views. It stopped at a video. Um, I just, in the beginning of making content, I would be so frustrated. I was like, what is going on? Like TikTok is like stopping our videos from being seen. And it's not even that. It's literally just, you know, it's just the algorithm. It's just how it works. It's, it's not perfect. But I've definitely, um, I have gone through something kind of similar with Instagram where I thought we needed to put out a singing video every like week. And it did get to the point where, you know, I was kind of, just thinking of songs for us to sing and it wasn't coming naturally anymore. And my mom even noticed it. She's like, that doesn't seem like, you know, genuine, like the first like couple videos. And then so that, that really helped me out a lot. Like I figured, I figured it out finally where we're living our lives. We're not on a level of like Kim Kardashian or, or Brad Pitt, Jennifer Aniston, where like, you know, we're, we're making these movies like an actual thing to put in front of people what people are enjoy watching is us living our lives. So why are, why am I going to change how we live our lives, you know, just for content, you know, to make a viral video where every now and again, I think it'll come like a video where you think like, Oh, like this will be cool. Like I think people enjoy seeing this, but I, the minute it started to get to like, okay, we got to do a singing video this week, Sienna. That's when it started to get like, that's when you get into the territory of where it could get stressful. And you know, that's what I had to let go that feeling of I got to get a video out. I have to tag this celebrity and then they have to see it. That yeah. is where it, it could have gone very badly. Luckily I had some good people in my life. Mostly my mom telling me like, you know, mm -mm, don't do that. Yeah. Um, I think Matt and I can relate to that a lot too, because for so long, Matt was like a much bigger creator than I was. I wasn't really even posting. And in December, we kind of decided like, we're just going to post whatever we want and have fun. And that's when my accounts are taking off. And i gone from a hundred thousand to almost 500,000 in like the past yeah. months just from having fun. So it's a really, it's kind of one of those things that's counterintuitive because you see these big creators and you think like, how are they doing it? But it really is them just being themselves. That's kind of like the secret. We talked about brand deals and kind of the business side of it. Do you guys have an agent you work with or anything like that or a manager? No, we're actually looking right now uh, to kind of help us with everything because my mental capacity has definitely reached its threshold to where I can't add anything else into my life right now. I'm a huge believer that we can only occupy so much in our lives at once. Fitness, uh, relationships, social media, work, family. And the moment you add more of something, you are definitely giving up something. So like something I used to love to do before this was play video games. I loved playing Grand Theft Auto, Call of Duty. Like once a day, I'd be on my Xbox playing. I can't even remember the last time I turned my Xbox on in the last year to play, like how I used to play. Very, very rarely. So, and that's just, just a small example of how I pushed video games out. 
you know, I, I looked at all of what was going on. I was like, okay, well, you know what? I don't need to play Xbox. I need to edit this video or whatever, you know? Speaking towards the management part, I kind of realized that it's necessary now. I kind of wanted to keep it, to just do our own thing as long as we could. But now it's just getting to be too much as far as like negotiating brand deals and signing contracts and things like that. I want to make sure I'm doing everything legally, the right way. I'm not like, you know, I'm doing everything right for our taxes and stuff like that. Um, and then for future, I want to be able to have like opportunities for Sienna to like, you know, do acting and, you know, get in commercials. And if she wants to do that and I, you know, I don't have the power to like, you know, send an email to a company, a casting company, you know, Yeah. Uh, but like agencies do. So right. that's something we're looking into right now. I've just been relying on friends and people that we've met through this entire experience to kind of help us through, you know, deals and stuff. Well, um, it got you to daytime talk television twice. So I'd say you're doing a pretty good job so yeah. far. Well, thanks. Thank you. Um, but I definitely am, I definitely am looking for some help for the future to kind of just capitalize and build our brand and yeah. you know looking at all the big youtubers right now and big uh, influencers out there they all have management so it's not something that i've like i'm against or anything it's just i want to make sure i make the right move and right you know. and find the right person because it's important yeah. now you mentioned editing really quick i know a lot of people ask me all the time like how i edit my videos what i use how do you edit do you film on your phone and upload to tiktok you film on tiktok what's kind of your process so that has been a huge learning process for me if you go back to my feed you will see landscape videos on tiktok i didn't know what i was doing and that's uh, a no-no for everyone that's listening to this don't do that no 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 landscape videos only full portrait on tiktok um i didn't know that and so as we were growing i'd upload a landscape video that i edited on imovie and it would do horrible and i'm like what the heck like this is such a great video why does nobody watching it or liking it and then um, I finally talked to somebody and learned that portrait videos. And then I learned how to edit videos in landscape and switch them to portrait. But I do everything in iMovie on my Mac and my iPhone. I, if I want a specific song in it, then I will you know, pay a dollar to buy the song through iTunes, support you know, the artist at the same time. Yeah, I'll edit it that way. A lot of our content, if you look through, is straight up, no filters, nothing. It's just like us, you know? I want to learn how to edit, you know, photos and stuff, but not for like, you know, beauty related purposes, more for like special effects related purposes. I want to learn how to do that one day. iMovie on the Mac is a little harder than iMovie on the phone, on your iPhone. So yeah, all my TikTok videos, if they have any kind of slow-mo or anything like that, it's all done in my iMovie. But I've never messed with anything else. I heard there's a lot of good ones out there. Final Cut, I heard is a good one. It's just um, a lot more complicated. It's definitely yeah. more work to learn how to use. But YouTube is going to be big very soon for us. So I'm definitely going to be jumping um, into that kind of content. I got a camera. I think it's hiding somewhere. Uh, it's a Canon M350 um, that we're going to be vlogging with that. And I want to start making more professional covers. So all of our covers are filmed on my iPhone sitting down, which is great. It's great quality, but I kind of want to start making more for YouTube, like in a, in a recording studio with the actual audio and everything. So that's definitely going to come in handy. Do you guys um, license any videos? Um, I don't know what that means, okay. <laughs> to be honest. So, okay, one thing, just a total side note, I've noticed TikTok, people that have kind of blown up on TikTok um, tend to be people that weren't creators beforehand. It's interesting to me because I come from social media marketing. So all this stuff that to me is just like, oh, that's like how you would make money or that's how you would do this. People have no idea. And it's 
crazy because they're missing out on things where they could use that to, you know, make income or grow their brand. So this is one thing I've been talking about a lot is licensing videos. Um, so when something goes viral, sometimes brands like, um, I can't even, like the ones that make those compilations and put them on Facebook or uh, it's just, it, it's these brands that curate content, essentially. They they create content with other people's content. They will sometimes reach out to you and ask to use your video and they'll pay you to use your video for their video. But one thing a lot of creators also run into is that people are using their videos in compilations without their permission. So mm. a lot of time these companies, they content ID your videos. So they find them in compilations and places where people are making money off of your content and then pay you for them. I'm mm. um, kind of like an agent. So in the way that an agent would take a percentage of a job they brought you, they take a percentage of the income that they found for you from your videos. So actually that is something you should probably look into because I'm sure y'all's videos are being used in a lot of places that you might not know about. So funny that you said that because I literally just got an email probably three days ago from this company called Studio 71. That might be something to look into, especially content IDing because we still get money from Matt's Vines from like 2014. Wow. Um, from people using them in compilations and making money off them. So that's cool. Yeah. Just a little business side note for you. Has anybody told you today that your eyebrows are fire? <laughs> They're tattooed on. That's why. Are they really? They're um, microbladed. What does that mean? It's like a little, it's a tattoo that looks like hair. What? Yeah, it's a thing. I didn't know that. It's a thing. It's a real well, thing. Amazing. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So. Eyebrows look really good. That's what I was saying. What do you think, Sienna? Yeah, we You like it? I think we can just wrap up with a speed round. How does that sound? Sienna, are you yeah. down for a speed round? I'm excited. Okay, guys, I do this speed round with everyone on the show. Just a fun way to wrap up and get to know a little bit more about you guys. Just say the first thing that pops into your head, okay? Sienna, I know you won't have a problem with that because that's how <laughs> your brain works. I, don't, I can't read. <laughs> I love this kid, man. <laughs> I love you. You're not going to have to, you're just going to ask us questions. You ready? Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. It gets a laughing now. Okay. Okay. What is your favorite trend on TikTok? Oh, that's hard. There's so many. Um, can it be an old trend? Yeah, it can be anything. The, okay, there was this trend going around where you would dance to the left foot, now right foot, now left foot, now right foot. One hand, one hand, two hands, yeah, two hands, and each night and dance. Sienna's fa- that's Sienna's favorite too. That's what she just whispered in my ear. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I'm proud Are of you. Got that. favorite Sienna, or is that your number one? One of my old favorites is the microwave challenge. That was huge. That was oh, awesome. where you would like pause. Yeah, and spin on the floor. And Sienna did that. That was one of our one of our first viral videos that wasn't singing. Who is your favorite creator on TikTok? Who's your favorite person on TikTok? Who do you like to watch the most? Who's your favorite? Charlie. Charlie, Charlie D'Amelio, yeah. Did you get favorite. to meet Charlie yet? Did we meet Charlie? Sometimes. Yeah, we've seen her, we've met her a few times, yeah. She's really sweet. She's the sweetest to Sienna. Super crazy to see her outside of her TikTok element. She's just like, just, she's just like a kid, you know? Yeah. She's a 15 year old and she's a sweetheart. Uh, my favorite creator, I have a few, but some that come to mind right away is uh, Trey Kennedy. <laughs> hilarious i love trey kennedy i love him and i comment on all of his stuff and try to get him to notice me and that yeah. makes me crazy yeah the lebron family cole savannah they live down here like 10 minutes away from us we actually get to meet them soon we're gonna make some content like in a couple <gasps> weeks so oh my gosh i'm 
jealous. Okay, so I'm how sorry. do you get these collabs like that? Do you just network with people? Yeah, yeah Instagram, like I'll, I literally like most of the time recently it's been starting on TikTok. They'll post a TikTok. I'll comment on it and they'll see the comment. They'll like it. And then I'll just, I'll try my best. If I, I'll throw an Instagram DM and if they see it, they see it. If they don't, they don't. Yeah. That's how it most mostly happens. That's how it happened with Savannah. Favorite TV show. My favorite TV show is the office. What's your favorite show? Uh, uh, mm, and his friends. <laughs> so star Wars. She loves star Wars. Ooh. There's this thing on Disney plus. It's about BB eight, which is the droid, the little orange. Yes. And- What's your favorite podcast? Gary V's. He's always out there, you know, just telling people. Keep asking questions. <laughs> he's just uh, telling people how to succeed and, you know, and follow the most blunt way possible, which is what people With a lot sometimes. of bad words mixed in Yeah, that. exactly. And Sienna, I don't really think Sienna knows what a podcast is. Do you know what a podcast is? No. <laughs> well, you're on one right now. This is a podcast. We're doing a podcast right now. Cool, huh? Mm-hmm, but what's a podcast? <laughs> it's an interview. It's an interview, just audio. I don't know. Why is it called a podcast? I don't know, actually. That's a good question. Okay, last question. Are you ready? <laughs> Who is your biggest influence? Who do you look up to? Who's your favorite person? To you. You want to be like me? Yeah, please. I'm Aww, you're a sweet part. You didn't have to say me. That's really nice of you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you're my biggest influence, too. Dave and Claire Crosby. I love them. My dad wanted me to ask you, do you guys follow them? Yeah, we actually, we follow each other. Yeah. When you think of daddy daughter duels right away, that's the, that's the first, first family that comes to my mind and how like Claire is and how, you know, she's learning all aspects like in music, singing and dancing and yeah, their relationship, you know, definitely inspires us. And uh, I think somebody else that I really look up to is (laughs) his name is legend. He actually, I think they, I think they blew up on Vine. Uh, he has a daughter now, and they have a really cute relationship. Will Smith is probably one, too. Him and his family, how he treats them. And mostly anybody family-oriented, I'm always going to be really connected to. Well, that's all I have for you guys for today. Wait, thank you. Can you say thank you to Victoria? Thank you, Victoria. <laughs> oh, you're so welcome. Now you're going to go have fun at Disney World later, huh? Yeah, I'm going to go take a bath now. I don't want to wash my hair, though. Girl, me either. That's the story of my life. Don't you guys like to wash your hair? It hurts your arms. After a while, you don't even have to wash your own hair, probably, Sienna. You're lucky. Yeah. I don't want to. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you guys so much for joining me. If you guys have any questions for Nick and Sienna, you guys can hit them up on their social media. I will link it down in the show notes below. Make sure you guys follow them on TikTok and Instagram and on YouTube because there's going to be a lot more stuff coming out. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of TikTok Radio. Tune in next week for an interview from a viral TikTok creator and another TikTok tip so you can master the For You page and build your brand online.